Who knew the Champaign-Urbana area was loaded with such basketball talent? First of all, we got Jalen Quinn down in Tuscola, still waiting for that Illinois offer. But there's another kid with an Illinois offer that Scott Ritchie spent a week with. Yeah, St. Joseph Ogden's Ty Pence had a heck of a June, and it was all started by an Illinois offer. All right, we'll get into the story of Ty Pence. We'll talk recruiting. We'll talk how Andre Cabello and Trent Frazier are going to make some money starting Thursday in this week's podcast, Inside Illini Basketball. Come back after these messages. Pia Sports Bar and Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Oh, good Monday morning, everyone. It's especially good Monday morning because I looked outside and there's something blue in the sky. What is that? Something shiny. It's a blue sky and a sun? What the heck's happening around here? Scott Ritchie, you're... I'm now the... Meteorologist. Meteorologist of the podcast. I don't know. It's supposed to rain like every day this week still. I saw two giraffe walking by on Devonshire today. Paired up. Oh, it's the ark. Something about like, the ark. Come on. <laughs> Get back to your Sunday morning Bible school, Scott Ritchie. Figure well, I it just, out. I just thought you were hallucinating, maybe. <laughs> I had um, been doing that. I don't know. Not as much rain here as in Bloomington, though. That's where Scott Ritchie was this weekend. Uh, not covering basketball, but maybe having a beer or two with buddies. Were you part of the I-55 shutdown when the... When the floodwaters closed the interstate? <laughs> no. Thank, thankfully, I didn't have to drive on 55, but that was wild. I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News, concerned citizen about all this rain. The wife's out of town this week, and my initial worry was having to water her flowers, but now I, I think I have to dry them off. It's just raining too much. Yeah, well, I can't you know complain about the drought anymore at this point. Right. All right. Well, it is, it is blue skies and bright sun here in Champaign. Monday morning, 11 a.m., Ed Bond, our executive producer, along for the ride. We're celebrating here in the podcast booth because I got to go to a bar on Friday night. (laughs) The Esquire, home of uh, the News Gazette's radio show, and it will happen again, even better news. I saw Ed Ed tweeted out over the weekend, we're returning in September. Yeah, our usual, what's that, post-Labor Day? Mm Mm-hmm event and then we'll be at the Esquire through the Monday of the 2022 National Championship game mm. in April. Will Illinois be a part of that game? We'll and if they a... are, I won't be at the Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be an empty. I'll say uh, we'll be Pedro and the gang putting together that show. Yeah, the 
Might have to postpone that one. All right. The beer was really good at the Esquire. Uh, if anybody wants to stop by, uh, what was lacking? Peanuts. Where'd the peanuts go? We'll get into that later in the show as well. Uh, busy weekend of basketball. Not just talking NBA. We're talking recruiting. And uh, Scott Ritchie did not disappoint. I picked up my Sunday News Gazette, my print edition, and the main story was entitled The Main Attraction. A St. Joseph Ogden kid at the four-way stop at 150 in Main Street. Explain. Yeah, well, Ty Pence has had quite the June, and it really started with his unofficial visit to Illinois where he got you know, his first high major offer. And he's been on you know, a few visits since. It was up to a half dozen Division One offers, uh, the latest being ISU and Bradley. Uh, he did visit both those schools. He's going to visit UIC you know, this week on Wednesday uh, with the uh, St. Joe teams playing in, in an event you know, up in Chicago. And then we'll see where it goes from there. But you know, the class of 2023 guard has sort of made a statement you know, this month, and this in terms of you know, the offers he's gotten and kind of the way – that was built a lot kind of on the way he played – you know, in the spring with uh, Mid Pro Academy, just he had a really good spring. Played, stood out among you know, a starting lineup that has five likely, you know, Division One players, and kind of reaping the benefits. All right, Richie was all over the the story last week. He went up to Rantoul to watch the St. Joe team play in a summer league. You wrote about a lot of dunks. Yeah, uh, definitely plays above the rim, and you know. There was you know, multiple times where um, against PBL's zone, like why are you playing the zone in the, in the summer league game, by the way? Um, like he'd see a lane to the basket, he's throwing up the arm, he wants the alley-oop. Like, and like it's a legit option for St. Joe, just toss it up to Ty Penson. Mm. But a really good athlete. Um, like he's just going to be a junior this coming year, but six foot six, 191 pounds. Like he looks the part already, you know, as that kind of, high major wing prospect and you know he's a good shooter uh has good court vision good passer like i he's a legit high major player and i think you'll know, just those those offers will continue to come in like he's got you know, some time in his recruitment i mean he's probably you know it's like another year and a half you know of you know courting you know some of you know some of the d1 programs courting him you know trying to, to get him on board all right he needs a haircut let's just get that out there right now you think everyone needs a haircut <laughs> flowing locks of ty pence comes from an athletic family uh trent meacham former line who's helped him with his uh what is his handle mostly has high praise for him that's a good sign yeah and you know since trent moved back to to champagne after his you know, professional career like he's he's worked with a number of uh you know, local players jalen quinn uh, included in that that group the Class of twenty twenty two guard out of Tuscola, and I think it's been a, a help to, to some of these guys just to you know further their their progress as they kind of shape their game. All right, question, uh, Scott Ritchie, were you at the photo shoot in St. Joe? I was. Okay. Did why was he not in the middle of the streets? Why is he dribbling on the corner? I needed him to stop traffic. Was safety an issue? Well, there was quite a bit of traffic. Okay. That's a, a fairly busy intersection. Was there any honking? 
Any whistling? No, there was one finger salutes. No, none of those. There's a few people waved. Okay, it's a friendly town. All right, um, but uh, our photographer Robin Scholes, I guess maybe thought about putting him in the middle of the street, but didn't want to have to stop traffic. No stoplights in St. Joseph. We've talked about this. This is, this might be the weirdest kind of a timeline for a offers as we've seen in that Illinois, the big bully on the block was the first one to offer and then all these smaller schools are following suit yeah and you know he did get his his first i mean his first first offer came last october from from western illinois uh but illinois is the big one obviously and it's i think just it's been a matter of you know this has been an atypical recruiting calendar i mean it's getting back it's back to normal this month but you know this was the first time that coaches could get out and see players. Um, first time players could get on campus, and you know some coaches don't like the offer until you do make a, a visit, you know, unofficial or otherwise. So, um, yeah, all the you know all coaches really had to go on was just you know, watching film, and you don't always see everything you need from that. And a lot of times when either you know, players cut the film themselves or someone does it for them, is like. You're getting like the best of the best, and you know, coaches want to see your warts too, and see how you handle maybe some adversity. So, I think it'll only pick up from here. But yeah, Illinois being one of the earliest, uh, you don't always see it, especially you know, followed by you know more mid-major schools like that. But uh, they obviously saw something in, in Ty Pence that they liked. All right, Ty Pence in line to be the most famous uh, St. Joe product. Product, I would argue. Like say, in, a couple of their football players went to Illinois back in the day. Uh, Rick Schmidt right. played in the, the 70s. Yep. That's been a while. Yep. I'm very, just saying. He's very good line. chance. Ty no, Pence could be don't famous. Give me, don't give me that look. I was just trying to think. Uh, I, right. Rick Schmidt, I think, is the only other one I can think of. Well, there's like I, like I said, some football players Yeah, played at Illinois. Yeah. Good football players. Yeah, but uh, basketball is sort of... King of the Castle and, and Champagne. Speaking of celebrity small town types, you mentioned Jalen Quinn. Somewhere Fred Wakefield, somewhere in Arizona, he's nervous because Fred, you know, is the the king of Tuscola, the most famous Tuscola product by he did, far. He did play in the NFL. Yeah, he did. His wife's a wonderful artist. He's now doing good work for the university. But if Jalen Quinn keeps up this ascension, maybe he usurps. Mr. Wakefield as the king of Tuscola. Well, Jalen's got a ways to go because, again, Fred played in the NFL. That's the National Football League. I'm um, just trying to make Fred nervous here. Yeah, well, I think he, he has a right to be nervous because you know, Jalen's a, a terrific basketball player. He was our um, All-Area Player of the Year for the News Gazette. Um, well-deserved, and he's really good. And I just picked up uh, an offer from DePaul over the weekend. You know, he's visited Butler. In Greencastle, Indiana? DePaul. Oh, DePaul. With a L at the end. Not DePaul. Yeah, I didn't know DePaul was in Greencastle. And it was in Indiana. Um, so, yeah, you know, there's more high major programs getting interested in, in Jalen Quinn. Uh, he's really taking advantage of June. Gotten multiple places. He you know, took a visit to St. Louis, picked up an offer there. Um, but uh, so far, Illinois, I mean, they, they've been interested in him for a while. Uh 
just never it hasn't you know, advanced past that yet, and, and it still could. What's the holdup? Why isn't Brad Underwood hoofing it to Douglas County? I mean, I've been having a, a moons over my hammy at the Denny's. I haven't had moons over my hammy at that Denny's, but I have eaten at that Denny's. Like <laughs> and, at, and pulling up to the Quinn like household and saying, hey, here's your, here's your offer. We'd love to have you. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I've seen what Jalen can do, and I'm impressed, but I'm also not a Division One college coach, so. True. That's very true. Um, salary. Markedly true. Uh, but I, so I don't know what the, where the, I don't even want to say disconnect, but sometimes it's just maybe the coaches don't see it as the right fit, and you never know. But. There's still time for, for Jalen to get that offer. All right, Tuscola, tiny Tuscola, touting its uh, participation against some schools about, what, 10 times larger than them this weekend and holding their own. Well, and they can do that because they have Jalen Quinn. Okay. And and he's got a good group around him, but like he is obviously the, the centerpiece of that, mm-hmm. of that program and has been since he, like literally first day, of practice his freshman year, like, okay, he's the best player on the team. So, I mean, the high major programs are starting to take more notice of him. Yeah, but uh, we'll just have to see if that extends to to Illinois or anybody in the Big Ten because there's some interest there. Purdue's been interested for a long time. There's nobody's in the Big Ten, at least, has pulled the trigger. All right. How about Butler? I like that fit. Yeah, and he took it uh, unofficial to Butler. Okay. Um, so we'll see. I mean, that's. Right. I think Butler would be good. I think DePaul. I mean, they don't. Maybe Tony Selbafield can turn the program around after the second nope. stint of Dave Laytow. But I feel like DePaul should have like every advantage. I mean, and they just don't. They haven't won since Mark right. McGuire, essentially. Oh, those are the good old days. The good old days. All right. Uh, as we said, a busy recruiting weekend for the Illinois coaching staff, the yet-to-be-completed Illinois coaching staff. Where was Brad Underwood? Um, and, uh, in the Chicago suburbs. Hanging out with Tom Izzo, I see. Spent a lot of time with Izzo. You think like. they like each other? Do you get to – I mean, do you you think scouting is really part of it, is it or is it more presence and, like, camaraderie? Hey, coaches, let's – I don't think it has to be exclusively one or the other. I think it's a, it's a mixture of of all of it. Simply being there, having you know an Illinois polo on, you know, so they can say, okay, well, there's Brad Underwood in the front row. There's Jeff Alexander, Chester Frazier, Tyler Underwood for the moment as he gets the special dispensation to recruit because they don't have a third assistant. Um, just flying the Illinois flag is is a big part of it. Just to be there, say, well, I've got. These six schools recruiting me, I saw Brett Underwood at every single one of my games. That makes a difference to me. And you know, part of it's also, like I mentioned, just to see everything maybe besides the the highlights and kind of how they how players you know, work with their teammates, how they take coaching. And then, yeah, part of it's, you know, these coaches spend a lot of time together in the summers on the road, and they just like to, to talk and hang out a little bit. So it's a combination of all of that. Okay, give me some players he was uh, 
trying to woo, trying to impress. Well, the absolute biggest matchup was Kenwood um, against Glenbard West. So you've got uh, basically the entire Kenwood starting lineup. J.J. Uh, Taylor, Darren Ames, Davies Lowry, Trey Pettigrew, um, all Illinois targets. J.J. Taylor obviously being you know, the the guy in the class of 2023, um, certainly in Illinois, and you know, beginning to get that kind of feel on the national stage. I mean, he's a top 10 prospect. Um, and they played Glenbard West and Braden Huff, who's one of the more recent Illinois offers uh, over the last couple of weeks. And um, an interesting offer because a year ago he was picking up a number of offers from Big Ten programs. And Illinois just never pulled the trigger. And you know, they did offer now, and I think they're playing catch-up on a guy that's you know top 100, top 80, even maybe prospect in the country, and you know at six nine maybe six ten if he's on his tippy toes, um, can stretch the floor, um, decent handles for a, a big guy, um, really int- intriguing prospect, and there's a lot of ground I think for Illinois to try and make up. You know they're a year behind almost in his recruitment as compared to let's say Wisconsin who offered him, I believe in June 2020. So we'll see what happens there. And it's more, it's not just Braden Huff and Glenbard West. It's like, he plays for the Illinois Wolves, and that used to be a a source for some some Illini. You know, Tracy Abrams, Nana Agru played together for the Wolves. Um, Dimitri McCamey played for the Wolves. Um, and then there's just, there hasn't been one of those guys make it to Champagne um, in a while. And they've got some, some talent. I mean, Jalen Quinn. Plays for the Illinois Wolves. Um, Jaden Shute plays for the Illinois Wolves. And it's you know, Mike Mullins runs a, a really good program and has for a couple decades. And they have even more guys coming. You know, Asa Thomas out of Lake Forest is a class of 2023 guard who is, I think, going, you know, could could explode on the recruiting scene. Uh, just uh, just known as a really good shooter. Um, just poured it in over the last couple of weeks in these high school events. And you know, just scoring a ton of points, plays for the Illinois Wolves, and I think that's a obviously the McIrvin Fire relationship got Io to move to Champaign, and that turned around the program, huge. But between the Wolves, you know, Mean Streets, you know, there there are some other programs in the state that it might behoove Illinois to foster a better relationship. All right, AAU portion of the summer coming up next month, right? Yeah, three evaluation periods in July. Okay. And then then the focus kind of shifts. I mean, recruiting never stops, but once you hit August, it's like, okay, well, well we've got to start prepping for the next season. And you know, I'm hoping by August, you know, Illinois will have finalized its roster and maybe have a third assistant coach hired. All right, so they're going to get a guy from Marquette, I understand. Transfer, maybe? Oh, Dawson Garcia. I mean... Maybe. He's also going through the draft process, and he could go back to Marquette. Maybe he finds out he likes Shaka Smart. But, I mean, that would be a (laughs) – fill a definite need for this Illinois team. And you kind of look at who they're targeting in the class of 2022, and that's a lot of bigs because, you know, front court piece is important. Um, It's – even more important, like for this team coming up, and you know Dawson Garcia, 
is in the portal as of you know, sort of the end of last week and as he kind of figures out where he, his draft status. I don't know that right. I haven't seen him in like being mentioned as a, a draft pick, but average 13 points, six and a half rebounds, shot 36% from three, you know, as a 6'11", 230-pound forward. So, I mean, that he is exactly what Illinois needs because they need another front court piece. But I, there's no guarantee that they're going to get him. Why are you all worried about having a roster set now? Come on, Scotty. This is the new wave, buddy. All right? Just by October 15th, I need my roster. Well, I mean, technically by, you know, if they're going to play this coming year, they have to be enrolled, I think, by August. So the Jermaine Hamlin route where he, I think, commits mm-hmm. on the Saturday before the first day of classes. Go. Got plenty of time. Uh, it's just if things are more settled, then we can actually kind of look ahead to what the season might be because now it's just like, all right. Yeah, there's some good pieces, but I have no idea what this team's going to look like. Thank you, Grandpa. I call me old school. I mean, I don't. I th- I think the transfer portal is fine. The one-time transfer being you know a freebie, great. But like, make your decisions, guys. Let's just let's have it all out of the way by the end of May, and then we can just go into the summer ready to think about the next season. All right, uh, Thursday, July first, big date. I see. Uh, Brent Frazier, Andre Corbello tweeting out, hire me, <laughs> please <laughs> a pay Trent, me. Trent is going to pursue you know, a couple of different paths, which are, I mean, are interesting. He's going to be on Cameo, which is where you can essentially you know, pay someone to send you a mm-hmm. message. Like, I mean, so there, there's that. And then there's also apparently some gaming streaming service where – you can pay to like play Call of Duty or Fortnite or whatever the kids Very play cool. these days with Trent Frazier. Um, then Andre Cabello said his DMs are open. He's willing. He's putting his his name out there. He's, and this is going to be wild. And I mean, it's probably a good thing. Illinois the athletic department has been had sort of a working group on name, image, likeness for a year now. Uh, but like one thing, I think that. You know, hopefully they're providing like tax and accounting services to the players because yeah, see he got a hundred bucks on Cameo to uh wish somebody a happy birthday. Uh, that's taxable income, Trent, so it's not a hundred dollars. But uh could be an interesting July. I saw a tweet from this morning from Adam Jardy, who's my so essentially you know, my Ohio State counterpoint at the Columbus Dispatch, mm-hmm. and he said the perfect time to be on vacation. Apparently, he's going to be gone <laughs> as NLI takes you know maybe takes over on July first. Well, I would have uh, I would have ridiculed you for your big your choice of Big Ten schools to spotlight this week, but there was no there was no college basketball extra in my print edition, and gave you like a ninety inch type pen story. I'm just saying there was no college basketball extra. Yeah. Well, let's see. Who? who I mean, who's going to be next that I can? So I've done Rutgers and Nebraska. Can you put Penn State maybe in there just to throw me over the the edge? Yeah. I'll, I'll do. I'll do Penn State. That's next. the only missing one. Maybe Northwestern. Then go to. And I mean, Northwestern. I mean, I know you, you I, like no. the old Big Ten. Northwestern's been a part of the Big Ten for a while. I know, but they still don't count basketball really. Uh, speaking of teams uh, in trouble, how about Wisconsin? <laughs> Uh, I mean, secret audio 
leaking. Yeah, of every senior on the roster. Saying, I hate you, coach. Yeah, well, I mean, it was phrased differently, but I think that might have been the sentiment. The, clearly a disconnect between last year's seniors and Greg Gard. Um, and it was a team that, obviously the year before, won a share of the Big Ten title, then brought every single player back. Um, and, I mean, they made the NCAA tournament but lost in the first round. It was a, not maybe the season they were hoping for in Madison. And, yeah, I mean, I guess all those players are gone. Some, some you know, transferred, you know, as, you know, grad transferred out. You know, some, I mean, Demetri Trice is 25, so he's going to just go ahead and, you know, turn pro somewhere. Uh, Brad Davidson came back, so I guess he's, like, cool with Greg Gard still. But uh, right. it's, I mean, I I don't know what kind of legs this will have, but it's certainly not a good look for Wisconsin right now. And I was taken a little aback because I was also made uh, privy to some secret recordings in the newsroom where Scott Ritchie and Matt Daniels were saying bad things about me. Well, you were standing right there. (laughs) So I mean, made privy, you know, kind of put that in quotes. Actually, no. Uh, It was a weird story. You just don't. You don't see that often. It was the it was the News Gazette of Madison <laughs> releasing that story with comments from Greg Gard. Is like, how are you publishing this? Well, someone leaked it, sent the audio, and uh, all right. That's I mean, it'd be interesting who that person was. Yeah, you watch your mouth, Ed Bond. You watch what you're saying at all times, because we'll hear about it. <laughs> basically, <laughs> yeah. But I mean. Obviously, that was a closed door meeting. It was supposed to stay private, but mm-hmm. it, it didn't. And now the, I mean, now it's out, and Wisconsin will have to. I mean, I think they're gonna. I think Wisconsin's not ever gonna bring it up again. But well, they'll probably have to answer it uh, <laughs> for every uh, every press conference, news conference until the season starts, at least. Yeah, until there's something else right. that that takes precedent. But all right, not a great time to be a Badger. Give me some scoop around the Big Ten. Uh, in terms of momentum, where does Illinois stand in the off season as far as good, bad, ugly? Well, I mean, obviously took a blow with you know Io DeSumo heading to the NBA. Uh, another one with Kofi Coburn, you know, making his choice, and a third really, uh, Georgie Bashaj really deciding to turn pro. All decisions which are logical and can be supported, um, but that that changes the dynamic of the team. Especially no Io, no Kofi. Um, I think they've added two really interesting pieces in Omar Payne. If he can sort of live up to or match, you know, his high school ranking. You know, he was ranked very similar to Kofi, and then you know, Kofi had you know greater opportunity in his first two years than, than Omar Payne did, and now Omar's got all the opportunity he can want because he's the guy at the five right now. And then I think Alfonso Plummer is could be a really interesting piece uh obviously known as a really good shooter i think just another really tough guard which is you know basically all that brad underwood wants so they've made some moves to reshape the roster a little bit i think all three incoming freshmen are interesting and they're all different and i think could be important but uh we'll see workouts are underway austin hutcherson's back in champagne participating Looks healthy. Could be, you know, 
a wild card for the coming season just because we don't know what he'll bring, but it could be you know, a legitimate scoring threat on the wing. So right. at middle of the pack, really, Big Ten. I don't, I, there's still some roster moves to make that you have chided me for wanting them to be done now. But uh, if they can add one more, like even a rotation big, that they can give you 15 to 20 minutes, splitting maybe time between the four and five. I think that's will go a long way in sh- sort of shoring up the roster. All right, so you have Illinois in your top 20 for your AP t- your AP ballot. I understand. And you have them third in the Big Ten. That's what that's what sources have told me at this stage. Confirm or deny? Oh, deny. I've got bad sources. Yeah, apparently. Um, I mean, I think you know, losing Iowa Kofi, like, that's a real thing, and I think that drops only out of the top twenty-five. Hmm. Let me get Coach Underwood on the line here. Keep continue. Yeah. Well, I'll give you his number. He'll tell me that he doesn't care about the rankings, and I can say whatever I want. Because he doesn't care at all. Um, or at least my rankings, maybe. Um, yeah, and I think in the Big Ten, I mean, top half for now, I, what they do with those two open scholarships, I think, will change my opinion. But right now, I'd, put, I'd probably put them six or seven. Just because there's enough unknown about what this new team is going to look like. Because it's going to look different. Than last year, I mean, there's no way it doesn't because you're losing your top two players in terms of usage. Like the, they ran the team through Io and Kofi. Now neither of those guys are here. You got a text from Coach Underwood. It says send Richie back to Eureka. I don't know what that means. But that's what he texted. Well, until we're allowed back in Ubud, I can cover the team from Eureka just as well. I can as I can from Champaign. Is Eureka underwater? No. All good. Okay, because I know that neck of the woods got hit hard, yeah. harder than we did. Okay, so all good. The fields are fine. Harvest still on schedule. The sure rural king still open. Well, there's no rural king in Eureka. Eureka, uh, do you know uh, Eureka's not big enough? To Casey's. I'm sorry. King. Casey's never closes. Okay. <laughs> all right, Scott Ritchie. Anything else you need to throw in there before I, I let you go for another week? To work on that college basketball extra page this weekend. Go ahead. If there will be one. I think TBD. Um, you know, basketball, I mean, just... I would expect more offers in July as coaches get to see, you know, players and, and a wider variety of players, I think. You know, just because the AU teams will be back together. So that's something I would expect. And then, you know, just one last thing, you know. Shout out to PK, one of our loyal listeners. I, I promised him that. So. All right. Soon we'll dive into data. Richie promises, but he he says wait till I the, will overwhelm you with data. Just he when needs the season data. starts. Yeah, he needs data. Is the problem? He's not getting the summer stats, the summer numbers. Construction continues at Ubin. Swing by if you're on on campus in town. It's uh, campus is looking different. Ed Bond knows. He he takes pictures all the time. There's baseball facilities going up. There's Soccer work, there's basketball work. It's good to see. I can't wait to see what Ubbin looks like when it's all done. Yeah, just a, a mound of dirt currently, so we right. have to have a real good imagination to see what what's coming. All right. I can see what's coming this weekend. A lot of college basketball uh, coverage in your News Gazette. Every morning, 6 a.m., com. Good morning, Illini Nation. 
So you had another dude this morning, some guy I've never heard of. Well, I hadn't really heard of him either. Uh, Dominic Campbell, 6'8", 235, power forward slash center. Uh, originally from Maine. I think that might be a first, but plays at, again, you know, Phillips Exeter Academy. That's uh, where Jacob Grandison went. I my connection. But okay. uh, there's an, another front court target in that class of 2022, which, again, an important priority for Illinois. Good stuff, Scott Ritchie. We will talk to you next weekend or next Monday. How about that? See you.